Yes, yes, my brother. Yes, bro. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Wa alaikum salam. So, this is episode eight of Game IQ. Welcome again, everybody. Um, today, I'm joined by uh, a brother that I'm 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 gonna try to really plug into and bring everybody into one of my favorite sports the sport of boxing this is brother Yunus Islam also going by the name Tornado <laughs> so I, I do want to know like why why that nickname like is that something given to you or yeah, yeah. first of all thank you for having me on appreciate nah, it I appreciate that um basically when I first started boxing um me and my yeah. friend my, one of my friends called Beckham we were just proper like excited proper like looking at you know, names mm. and all of that and like and like what mm. people what the fighters wear and we're just trying to come up with names, isn't it? And mm, then mm. um I just wanted to have like a name that just like destruction. So yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. And then I must have yeah, I must have said the tornado. And then when I was posting stuff like like maybe I'd go on a run or maybe like even when I was actually working mm. out, I would mm. say to myself, Yeah, team tornado. It just stuck in it. it just Mm, over the mm. years it kind of mm. just stuck with me i mean it must like actually connect to your mentality to that degree you start thinking about it, you start internalizing it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the whole yeah. concept is it's supposed to be overwhelming like that's mm. you can't do anything about it wow that's that's the point of the name it's, it's quite a fire you know it's like it sounds obvious but then ultimately it's actually quite fresh mm-hmm. you have to think about it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with yourself, what kind of stance do you have? Are you orthodox? Are you southpaw? Orthodox. Yeah, right. All oh, right. You always train like that? Yeah. I'm right-handed, so most mm. right-handed are orthodox. Okay, I see. I've, so... I do try to... I've tried to do southpaw before, just for fun. <laughs> it, mm. feels, it feels weird. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Is that so something we... you're going to look into more? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just, just for fun, and why not? Mm-hmm. So, how long have you been training? Then? Okay, so uh, a bit of a story. So, I started. Hmm. I started boxing. The first time I walked into a boxing gym hmm. was two thousand and eighteen. Okay. Um, I was like, I was sixteen, turning seventeen. Yeah. And. I was just going. I was just going for um. What do you call it? I was overweight, so I just wanted to lose weight. Wow. I was yeah. I was about hundred kg. So yeah. Yeah. I was just a very large kid, so I just wanted to lose weight. And uh-huh. I ended up going there, and then I don't know. I, it kind of just grew on me. It kind of just felt wow. natural. So was it always the boxing gym, or was it other things you were doing in there as well? Uh, you mean when I first started trying to yeah. lose weight? Yeah, um, yeah. I first I first started running, and then uh-huh. I lost a bit, and then I I I watched um Joshua Klitschko. That's what made me start. Yeah. I don't know if you watched that fight when he yeah. got stopped him in the eleventh. That one um that's the fight that made me like after that fight mm. I, I went I went online. I was like, yeah, this boxing thing is kind of. <laughs> I start I started like researching clubs in my area. Wow. Yeah. 
but I was the main purpose for it was just I want to lose weight I want to be healthy yeah wow so you went from wanting to lose weight to wanting to have heads on your mantelpiece basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy you see you see that you see how the mentality evolves while you're going through something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just grows on me that's what that's literally mm. what it is so when it came to choosing a gym and whatnot was that because of location or style or anything like that yeah literally just um I said, yeah, I want to get into this. I remember he was saying, AJ, in a post-fight yeah. interview, I remember him saying, like, anyone could do this. I can do this. I- I've done this. If I can do this, like, mm. who am I? I'm just a kid from Watford, mm. whatever. Mm. That mm. just made me think, yeah, like, yeah, I should, I should, like, I should try this. So I just wow. looked at anything, any, like, boxing gym in my area, obviously, within location, proximity, price, all mm. of that. Found one, and... Uh, it was a it's called Cuban Boxing Academy. That was the first boxing gym I joined. It's, wow! It's very like linked to Cuban style. I don't know if you're familiar with the Cuban yes, amateur yeah. yes, yes. style. So that's what I've been taught. I've been taught the Cuban style. Um, I recently have changed gyms, but I'm still doing this. I'm still the same type of style. Mm. But, that's yeah, mad. It's a coincidence that yeah. Wow. But that's how that's how it um started it's crazy because I know with Cubans they tend to have a very long amateur career because mm-hmm. obviously they've got sanctions in their country it's hard for them to be pro out there so exactly. normally they get citizenship somewhere like US or wherever yeah. so for any kind of like layman viewer how would you describe the Cuban style because they probably understand the con- concept of boxing but yeah. How would you break it down to kind of simple terms? The Cuban style is is dance, it's salsa. It's kind of wow. like hit, don't get hit. It's all about mm. it's all about being elusive, hitting your like timing, finding the right time to hit, and just um, all in all, actually enjoying yourself. You go wow. in there, and it's not like a it's not a thing of yeah, you're going to fight. It's just a thing of like you're boxing. It's a it's an art. Mm-hmm. is there like certain boxes that you kind of took little things from to kind of make your style me personally uh, yeah Canelo Alvarez that's my favourite boxer <laughs> at the moment <laughs> can't um, argue with that can't argue with that Canelo Alvarez who else just there's a lot of boxers I, I, I watch and yeah Canelo I don't know if you know the new Devin Haney I'm a big uh-huh. fan of him. Yeah, yeah, he's a young buck. Yeah, Shakur Stevenson, big fan of him. Um, yeah. Who, who I, I like, I don't know if you know the Cuban guy, um, Eris Landi Lara. He's a bit of an older head. Mm-hmm. He, him, yeah. he fought Canelo once, actually, and yes. lost split decision. Him, him, he's a very good boxer. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, a lot of boxers that, um, mm-hmm. I tried to follow watch yeah one of the famous ones I remember and probably he needed a super fight a bit earlier was Rigandau do you, you remember him I'm not sure no he, he he fought against Lomachenko that was like the biggest fight he had but he, he didn't that? that was probably end of 2019 roughly okay. but if you look at his career bro like I think he's only got one or two losses okay. um, but he became pro really late he lost to Loma. Loma's another one I watch, by the way. Yeah. Loma's definitely another one. He's amazing. 
Yeah, Loma's one of the best of our era and probably of all time he's certified himself up there now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, Rigandau was another case where he was kind of, I don't know, he became pro at like late 20s or whatever. But that that is a lot to think about. So with your training, how, how do you go about that day to day? What's your routine like usually? Wait, I train six days a week. Sunday wow. Yeah. And this <laughs> is just like, this is just normal training. This isn't anything intense or anything. It's just like... Yeah. This isn't something that is supposed to be hard. So when it, when the competitions come in uh-huh. soon, inshallah, that's when it's gonna start. Like the the tempo is gonna come up. But I yeah. run about. I was doing. I I used to do about five times a week, five mm. six times a week run, training boxing about four five times a week, like actual boxing. Yeah. Um, sparring once a week. Um, what else? Mm. Yeah, one one day rest. That's that's what I do basically. But I enjoy it. That's the thing. Yeah. So with the running, do you do that in between days? Like you split your cardio with your strength work. Um. So yeah. Um. Now some days I'll run and then I'll have training in the. I'll just run in the morning and then I'll have wow. training after. Yeah, yeah. Now, because I'm trying to see like, are certain weight levels are, are they behaving differently with regards to their weight so like i don't know the weight okay yeah, yeah heavyweights yeah. heavy weights and that heavier weights tend to run less yeah can, yeah um even amateur just just in general because now mm. now i'm only doing about three to four runs a week i'm not doing like mm. that much just like because if you're just too tired and then you go into training tired there's no point it's you want the balance be, exactly better for the long run just be training consistently and mm. then just killing yourself for two weeks and then mm. you can't you can't run the next year uh-huh so what kind of coverage are you doing in those kind of runs what kind of mileage um so okay i do two, the what, what i'm doing right now uh, there's two runs that i do three miles so five kilometers wow. i do that fast i do that as fast as i can mm-hmm. i usually do it under 20 minutes oh that's solid yeah, and then I do intervals, so mm. I usually do this on a treadmill. So I'll just like cheat, like maybe do te- like 30 seconds sprint, like on mm. 20, 20 kilometers per hour, mm. and, then, and then 20 off, and then 20, like so it, it varies, and I have uh, mm. I have like a routine in it, mm. and then I, ha- I do one, so that's that's three. And then mm. I do one on Saturday to run ten miles, sixteen kilometers. But that I wow. do, I do in my own time. Like I, I'm chilling mm. while I'm, I'm just enjoying myself. Basically, mm. I go sightseeing. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. actually proper enjoying that run. Yeah, I enjoy it. I do that. that... I do that on Saturdays after sparring. <laughs> wow! So that's your favorite of all those different regiments. Yeah, because I don't. I'm not. I'm not like trying to get a time. I'm not. Yeah. I'm just chilling. Just... You're on your own, just yeah. in your in your own in your own zone. Yeah, exactly. But that's crazy because all those different types are so different for your muscle fibers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, they're all affecting like your cardiovascular system differently. Yeah, the intervals is 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 supposed to mimic like a boxing match where. Mm. Some, sometimes it's just high, 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 and then your your 
and then you might have like a 10 seconds where you're just jabbing and yeah. then boom you've got 10 seconds where you're in there and you can't like <laughs> anyone that's wow. not done boxing before yeah you, you 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 might watch boxing and just think yeah that's calm <laughs> one i'm telling you about 30 seconds in you're blown out you're like raw like this yeah. is too much <laughs> yeah yeah it's a different type of um cardio that's needed for boxing no definitely i remember supporting well two or three of my brothers are really big in the amateur scene in terms of how much they were fighting and okay. we when they were just coming out we used to always like pray that that second wind would come as soon as possible yeah. what is your experience of that yeah and what have your coaches and whatnot told you about the second wind in terms of fighting yeah in terms of fighting i've not had, I've not had a fight before so you're still due at that to, stage of raw yeah. training due to covid yeah it's been a that's another thing we can even discuss so like how did you find that period especially non-contact still still training still thinking about this sport where yeah. you need contact how was that for you i the first lockdown i just yeah. said mm. fun boxing like, this, <laughs> in wow. my head i just stopped like completely mm. i just went off on my own thing i did not think about boxing for a good like a good nine ten months something like that wow. so until the gyms opened back up again i don't know what mm. switched in me something switched mm. in me it was just like yeah i want to start again but that, mm. at that point, I was fully like, oh, I just don't want to do it anymore. Mm. And then so, um, even, even sorry, just cut you off. No, no, even, no. When, even when they were, um, they've opened up again and whatnot, and we started training again, there was always mm. a thing of, there was no competition. We were just training. Um, mm, mm, mm. So this whole like season, uh, you must be familiar with like season, so it starts in September and it ends. Like, it's kind of like a football season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So the whole se- this whole season basically got written off. This is the one that, I was supposed wow. to like, yeah, start, but yeah. And break out. Yeah, man, it's the will of Allah, man. 100%, 100%. Yeah. You can't have a doubt about that, inshallah. Mm-hmm. But, so that period was like from March 2020 until what? November? The period where it's... I didn't want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. mad. Is anyone else alongside you, maybe your peers, your colleagues, how did they kind of... How did they deal with you and what was that interaction like? Because you all must have been going through something similar, especially at the gym. Um, in terms of boxing. Yeah, because you said your motivation for the love of it was maybe at its lowest at that time. Yeah, 100%. It was at the lowest. I, I'd completely lost any love I had for that sport. I was just like, I don't mm. don't want to do it. Mm. Um, how people... To be honest, yeah, the people around me are kind of like... Um, they kind of like do do you in it like obviously mm. some were like yeah bro like you got the potential to what not to to do so and so but you're not doing it it's, it's mm. a bit it's a bit disappointing obviously they wouldn't say it's disappointing but you can mm. you know you can tell someone's a bit disappointed yeah but um yeah I have had some I had yeah I have one friend shout out to him Hamza he's a boxer as well he mm. um he actually was always like. He was basically always telling me, bro, like pattern up, like, like mm. you can, you can go far in this. You just need to stick. You just need to, you know, get your head down and just work in it. Mm. Um, but even, even with anyone, I think anyone in the world could try to motivate me. Yeah, it has to come. It has to come within me. No one can nah. tell me to 
to do something. I don't want to. I have to. I have to want to do it myself. Wow, now it's true. It's true. Like you mentioned a lot of things, but one of the things we got to focus on is that boxing is an individual sport. Hundred percent. And you are. You're the whole franchise. You're the club. <laughs> you're the one exactly. person. You're. You're the badge. You're the name. Exactly. If if um. Let's say I don't know out of random. So mm. Foden doesn't want to go to Man City. Yeah. Uh, training. No one yeah, cares. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. players they've got, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The club goes on, right? Exactly. If I don't, if I don't turn up to <clears throat> to a boxing match now, <laughs> my mm. man wins by default. It's not a mm. an amateur, is it? That's true. You have to establish yourself ultimately, because yeah, obviously exactly. I don't even need to name names, but once a boxer is established, then the club doesn't move on. Like, he has to answer his calls. He needs to come into the gym. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but that name needs to be cemented somewhat. Mm-hmm. I remember so, my one of my coaches told me, listen, bro, if it was easy, everyone mm, would do it. Wow. He said, if it was easy, everyone would do it. He said, there's not going to be... So it has to... You have to find... You can't... So, like, motivation. Yeah. 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 Um... You can't always be motivated. You know when you got the headphones mm. on and you got mm. that that proper music playing, you got the rocking yeah. music. Yeah. That's not gonna that's not gonna be every day. So it's just gotta have you. You gotta have like a set thing where this is not motivation, this is discipline. I'm wow. doing this because I have to, blah blah blah. And but uh, mm. all in all you do have to have love for what you're doing. Mm. If you're not, then just don't do it, in my opinion. Mm. That's a deep point. Have you ever heard of this guy, um, David Goggins? Nah, all right. He so he's one of these like these motivational speakers and whatnot. But he was a like a former marine or whatnot. So we, when we can, we take these kind of examples and we see what makes this person have that kind of willpower or whatnot. So he got to the point where he just like he focuses on certain records and he'll try and break them. Whether it's pull up the world pull up record or hyper marathons. So hyper marathon is mileage, bro. You can look at how long. That's like a couple of hundred miles, basically. You'll lose weight at the end of mm. that race, basically. Yeah. And one thing that he would say, like with, when you said about music, he wouldn't like to work out with music because he feels like it's a false illusion of where yeah. you're at. It is, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, kid you not. When I have the right song playing, I'm doing yeah. way faster than the other songs, mm. man. <laughs> and, you, and you're working out in rhythm, right? It doesn't yeah. feel yeah. quite normal. Yeah. <laughs> breathing, you're breathing in rhythm as well. Wow. Especially when you're running, you're, bre- um, you're breathing when the, like, the bass in the background mm. is kind of like, it's kind of linked. Yeah. Like, it's I get nice. it. I get it. Like, to, for some people, it's a companion. It's a mm-hmm. companion piece, like you're definitely will maybe get more hours of training in because you feel some kind of comfort and listening to art and whatnot. But ultimately, like you said, that's what separates motivation and discipline. I'm always Mm -hmm. think about that example that you said. Um, How do you feel about skipping and things like that? I know with with coaches, it emphasizes that a lot, how important skipping is. Skipping is very important. Skipping um, builds footwork. And rhythm, and that's mm. one of the most important things in boxing. You don't box mm. with your hands. Some coaches mm. say you don't box with your hands; you box with your feet. Mm. The difference between getting hit and not getting hit is being in the pocket. And if you've mm. got good feet, then you can be in and out. 
whatever, yeah. Skipping, mm. I, I'll skip basically after every session, every boxing session. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The standards have to be skipping. That's important. Like, the more I watched boxing, I started to realise, all right, the man's positioning is so mm-hmm. important. Like, where he is in the ring, the ring control. 100%. And like you said, that, that footwork is so, so key. So yeah. And it only comes with um, practice, doesn't it? You can't just watch it and then think you're going to do the exact same thing. Yeah. That's crazy, right? You can't naturally just translate your mind into your body without work. No, <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> so describe yourself as a fighter. What's your style? I know you mentioned the Cuban style, but what yeah. are your strengths and weaknesses, shall we say? To be or honest, things you need yeah. to work on? To be honest, I'm still finding it. Yes, yeah. I'm... I'm still work. I'm still like every. I'm still like, what's the word? Battling with finding my boxing identity. If you're yeah. gonna say that, but yeah, yeah. um, I do like to think I hit hard. Mm. So, um, but to be honest, I just try a lot of different things. I just do uh-huh. what my what my when I'm sparring at least. So I haven't I haven't had yeah. my first fight, but when I'm sparring, I just do a lot yeah. of like. I just try whatever I've said. Say mm. I've watched something, I will try to do the exact same thing. Mm. Mm. Um, I would say, uh, all in all, I'll say I'm a pressure fighter. Mm. Uh, I put the pressure on. Okay. So, like... I'll let them breathe, basically. So, like, that means you like to cut off the ring. Yeah. You're, dro- you're dropping volume on them. Yeah. You know, when I know that a boxer has, like, heavy hands, it's when... The shot doesn't even look like they put mad effort into it, exactly. but you can tell that it's affecting this guy. <laughs> yeah, bro, I've, I've felt them in it. <laughs> I've felt some of them. <laughs> well, like, when do you realize you're hurt? I'm like, yo, that was just a jab. Why is it hurting for? <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of it, though, because think about that. If the jab is hurting, then that means that the form is so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You know? What kind of um, people have come out of your gym then so far? Is anyone notable in and around? At the moment, I'm at a few wee Brixton um, boxing mm. club. Uh, yeah. Right now, there's, there's, I don't know if you know Isaac Chamberlain. I think, is, is he just become pro? Nah, he's been pro for, do you know Lawrence Ocoli? Yes, yes. Well, he's the only, um, Lawrence Ocoli is the only person that beat Isaac Chamberlain. Uh, okay. For a few years back. Yeah. Yeah, cruiserweight. Cruiserweight. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Coley's so one he, of the bigger guys. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's in our gym. I think he's ranked like number ten in the world. By Fair play. Yeah. So he's in. So I see him every day. He's in the gym. Um. Mm. Other other people. He. I mean, I've met I've met other um, like boxers. The amateur mm. scene in London is quite small, so you do get to like, mm-hmm. you do kind of know everyone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Now you see yeah. people around, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, at the moment, yeah, as at Chamberlain. That's hard, man. So, what's your roadmap like at the moment then, in terms of <clears throat> month Career. by month? Yeah, what are you looking to achieve in the next six months, maybe, then the 12, uh, 12 months? Okay, the way I look at it, I'm I'm not thinking of professional boxing at all at the moment. Mm. I'm just focusing on what my amateur mm. like 
And um, so my main goal in amateur is to is to go to Olympics and win mm. gold. That's that's my main goal of amateur. Already amateur solid. Yeah, yeah. That's my. <laughs> I I want to represent my country, Algeria. I want to represent them. Um, but yeah, wow. we know that we know that that's gonna that's gonna take time. I haven't mm-hmm. had any experience yet, so mm-hmm. if we're thinking short term, so that was basically long yeah. term. Yeah, short term, just gonna see how the season goes. Um, yeah, get some club shows in. Um, uh-huh. If if I can competitions, I'd love to find like national competitions if I can mm-hmm. the developments. Wow. But if I can't, I'm not sweating. I'll just do it the next year. Mm. But yeah, my Sorry. main main focus now is experience, win fights. Mm. So it seems like you have a lot more clarity now about what you want to do. Yeah, 100%. Just in life in general. Do you feel like that came with time and you, yeah. you got to see things after this whole like pandemic? The, the better you became? 110%. Because mm. I remember in that like whole lockdown, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm. Like, Remember the same routine every day. Wake up, <laughs> eat, or watch Netflix. Just go out, do nothing. Like there's it's quite nothing destructive. To do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's quite destructive. Yeah, when there's no yeah. plan. Yeah. So I was just like, bro, what's, what's life? Wow. And then boxing kind of like made me have that type of like plan. Of, yeah. The thing is, yeah, in life, bro, you can never really plan life. Yeah. Because things are going to change. Things are going to... Like, you can never just be like, this is what I'm going to, like, for example, uh, I'm going to go yeah. to, I'm going to go Victoria right now, but then I see mm. there's no there's no tube there. <laughs> that it's, mm. There's mm. always going to be things that mm. are going to, obstacles whatnot. Mm. But I mean, but it's, it's very, like, uh, what's the word? Like, helpful to a person's, like, just mental yeah. health, knowing mm. that they're doing something and they're working towards something. When you don't feel like exactly when you feel like you're just not working towards anything, it's just like what's the point? Mm. That's very important, man. These are life lessons that are being spoken about here, man. For real. Mm-hmm. So I know you mentioned about representing Algeria. Do you know much about the fighting culture out there? I don't really think we have one to be honest. Like it's not yeah. boxing's not big over there. Um mm. They've only had one gold medalist mm. in the Olympics, boxing gold medalist. So mm. ho- hoping I can be the second in history. Inshallah. Inshallah. Um, but, yeah, I'd, the reason why I want to represent Algeria over, mm. over GB. Team GB. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, just, like, and just like legacy, you know? Um, wow. That's the, deep. GB GB have a lot of good boxers, a lot mm. of champions, a lot. So like, if you win yeah. something for GB, it's like, yeah, you done this thing, you won for you. Yeah. But if you know how Algerians are, I don't know if you know how Algerians yeah. are, but they're crazy, man. That's, yeah. <laughs> if, if they see, yeah, this guy, he's an Olympic gold medalist, he's a champion, uh-huh. and he's yeah. from my country. Like, yeah. Like people, people love you. People respond to you. So that's, mm. that's one thing. Um, mm. I just want to bring pride. Bring mm. uh, it's like I was in the thing of it. it's not just for me. It's for mm. it's for a nation. Wow, 
your your face they never they'll start thinking about putting the face on the stamps and stuff exactly that type of stuff man <laughs> yeah 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 now I you just, get I that just, bro yeah i just want to be big like yeah these that respect me as like a national hero yeah now it makes sense because you know in certain places bro they don't respect the man like mm-hmm. how would i say I'm I'm of the belief, yeah, if you do something for a place that you should have a certain love that's just immortalised, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, if you start going to cafes, they should be looking at the tab and saying, yalla, don't worry about this one, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Exactly. Like, that should be the way. Exactly. Like, I, know, I know recently um, there was an LA Lakers player that he was, I think he was robbed at a, a petrol station. And he, this is after he just won a championship last year, bro. Crazy, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. that's like, it's like the 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 thought process is different in certain places. But that's your and, guy, man. How are you mm, doing like that? <laughs> exactly. For this guy, you, you should let this one off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, come, I'll go rob someone else, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, and with a place like Algeria, you can tell that the sentiment is different with the way that they love their stars. Definitely. Mm. Well, that's a country where, um, mm. uh, like, yeah, it's it's a how do I explain it? It's a small community, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's a big, it's a very big country, but with a smaller population. Crazy. So, um, yeah. So you reckon you can get links to Riyad Mahrez then? <laughs> soon, soon. <laughs> nah, I, I, I didn't even want to say it because I want you to kind of order, like, almost manifest that kind of thing. You know what I mean, inshallah. But, yeah. but like, yeah. So, not even just keeping our boxing. Like, how are you enjoying sports at the moment? At, like, Team Algeria, whatnot, Afcon. I think that's going to be happening what next year. Next year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, who do you support if you support a team and things like that? What football? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I support Fulham. <laughs> oh wow! You, I don't think he's expecting that. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm a Chelsea fan, so we're gonna have some kind of rivalry. Okay, nah, I'm. <laughs> uh, it's my local team. That's why I support them. That's crazy. So is this a family ingrained thing or a personal thing? Nah, personal. Um, All right. No one really in my family supports Fulham. Nah, it's me. Mm. <laughs> mm, I'm just, mm, mm. I'm just like, to be honest, yeah. If we're going on. On facts, I'm closer to Chelsea, but but really? um, but Fulham, I don't know. They just they have they had me in it. Yeah. Wow. Chelsea, so should we go next season anyway? Do you like keep up with all the results as much as you can? Though? Not anymore. Nah. <laughs> wow. No. I, to be honest, I've kind of I would say I've fallen out of love with football. Um, nah, I hear that. I just can't. My brain can't like watch a ninety-minute football match anymore. I've been watching uh-huh. the Euros. I've been watching yeah. the Euros, but just like say a Premier League game of like uh-huh. anyone like Burnley versus <laughs> Fulham, I can't watch. Yeah, that. I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. Lie. <laughs> like, I don't have the mental, <laughs> the fortitude. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it anymore. I used to, but yeah, now yeah. like, but yeah, fo- football is definitely mm. like the sport that I was. Used to watch all the time. Used to play mm, all the time. Mm, mm. Not very. I'm not good at it at all. <laughs> just yeah, nah. 
that's a that's an interesting thing you said because obviously it goes back to mentality about what you like and when you like it but Mm. you know one thing i realized is that when you're an empathetic person meaning you like to understand other people's emotions it gets long to watch a football game because then you're thinking long you know what i mean like how i I don't really care for this situation like that like bro (laughs) i don't even even want to offend certain people in it that's of course but like but like (laughs) yeah i've got i've got other things to do bro (laughs) i I do not have 90 minutes of my life yeah I know some certain people that watch every game that's on nah, all the that. time, all yeah. the time. Me personally, that's not for yeah. me. But each to their own, each to their own, each to their own. It's interesting I say that because this is a, this is a whole podcast about the mentality, the thinking process, right? And even I'm admitting it because uh, sometimes game IQ. Yeah, exactly. I just got it. I just got it. <laughs> literally, literally, and even I'm explaining like even I'm saying to you that it's not easy to always be able to lock in at every moment, even your opposition. Uh, sometimes you want to take a minute to decompress after your own game. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, other, the other thing about football, actually, yeah. is that I, did, I didn't like how much emotionally attached I was to it. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I remember, if I give an um, example, Algeria, when we won the AFCON. Yeah. Two years ago, in that 2019. Yeah, yeah. I think that moment in the final, after the final, when we won, yeah. I don't think I've ever been happier. <laughs> like, life peaked, yeah? I, life peaked. <laughs> I felt like, no, genuinely, yeah, I was out yeah. until like 4 a.m. in the morning. Wow, it was like Eid, it was like Eid for him, like, Yeah, three. bro, Trafalgar Square, singing songs, <laughs> like, chanting. Wow. Yeah. And then the next day, I was like, I was like, I had to go work. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, what's this? What's this? Like, like yesterday yeah. I was on top of the world. Now I'm, at, now I'm at work. Like, ah, uh, well, <laughs> I think you can internalize that somewhat because you gotta be happy that the memory happened, that that happened, bro. Like you made the milestone. Definitely, definitely. You know, but I just didn't like how emo- emotional I was like, after that, bro. I, I genuinely, I wanted to cry. Like. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit too much of a of a swing. Mm-hmm. you know but I, I, I do watch football I do watch I, I really think that a team like especially the North and the West African teams I think one of them will make a semi-final of the World Cup eventually you think and, and very soon like either a Morocco um, uh, Algeria or a Senegal I think one of these teams will get we'll there. see it man yeah. Algeria is, I'm not just saying it because I'm Algerian but Algeria is very strong yeah. Very strong. Mm. If they they do have a hard um qualification group, so the first yeah. thing to do is qualify. Mm. But um, I do I do see them getting out of the group definitely. Like wow. Obviously, it depends on the group, but if they do make it, mm-hmm. we'll see in that man. No, no one knows, man. <laughs> no one. <laughs> only no one Allah knows. knows right now. Only Allah knows. I hope so, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mentioned a little bit about your goals. I think that was uh, some things you mentioned and we, we spoke about things that you work on. Um, what should we say? All right, let's do this then. Well, who are your top five fighters of all time? Ooh, uh, you got me now. <laughs> yeah. 
Muhammad Ali, I have to, I have to. This is no particular order, but okay. Muhammad Ali, number so one. So just give me five then, yeah. Muhammad Ali, I'm 100%. Mm. Um, Floyd Mayweather. All right, I hear that. Um, ooh, Mike Tyson, I have to put him there. Mm. So that leaves me with two. Yeah, two more, man. Hard man. <laughs> you can just say someone that you think makes sense as well. It's not even like you had to see every fight. It's just about yeah. what you've seen of them that makes sense to be in your fight. I'm gonna say uh, Sugar Ray Robinson. That's a very very good one. Yeah, and number five, I'm gonna put him there, Canelo Alvarez. Wow. Canelo has entered the five. I'll put him there. <laughs> <laughs> he's only lost once, and that was to Mayweather, who I put on the list That's as true. well. And he's, and he's cemented himself definitely in that pound-for-pound pound ranking of all time now. Mm. And he's, he's, he said, I don't know if you saw in an interview, yeah, he said he wants yeah. to fight for seven more years. Wow. Seven more years. This guy's a multi-millionaire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. You know, it goes back. Yeah. That's how you know it's not about money. It's not about. Mm. He just he just he likes. He just loves fighting. So that's one mm. thing I re- I really respect about him. Wow. He's a man that cares about legacy. You can tell it goes back to what we said originally about heads on the mantelpiece, because mm. I think he wants the Caleb Plants. He wants the Charlo brothers and whatnot. Yeah. Like he, he just wants... wants. He just wants to challenge himself and know yeah. he's the best. Yeah, which yeah. I respect a lot. Yeah, another thing I love is the fact that he moves divisions if he sees fit. Exactly. So him fighting Kovalev. Yeah. Like, to me, that was like a simulation. I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like, it didn't make sense. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Kovalev's a big guy, and he knocked him out. Canelo wasn't even everybody's favorite for that fight. He wasn't mine. I'll tell you that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you thought the heavy hands would probably get to him eventually? Yeah, I did. Mm. But I was proved wrong. It's nice to be proved wrong sometimes. Yeah, to be honest, I'm a fan of Canelo, so it's good to be proved wrong. Mm. So, like, with yourself, what do you think about things like going up weights and and draining weight and things? Like, where Um, are you standing even right now? They've literally just changed the weight classes, actually, of amateur boxing. So, mm-hmm. um, which actually helps me out. So the, the, what I'm going to be in is anywhere between 63.5 kg to 67. Okay. And it's that um, kind of welterweight slash... Um, I, well, I think it's a welter, yeah. And maybe super lightweight. Name. Yeah. I think it's All welter, right. though. I think that's the name for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, I was thinking 60... 69, but now it's becoming a drop lower. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm, um, I can make it. You know, when I know I can make it, but mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. I can make it comfortably. It's not a thing of like I'm gonna be killing myself to make it. Mm-hmm. For boxing, it's a lot more easy than say MMA, MMA UFC. Yeah, because MMA yeah. weight classes, if I'm right, they're like very wide. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, one, there's one weight class and then, like, 8 kg up, there's another one or something like that. Yeah. It's crazy. I heard, like, people are passing out on scales and... 
Yeah, they're doing strange things to lose the weight, isn't it? Sitting in really hot places or really cold places. Like, there's a lot going on. To be honest, I don't agree with any of that. I think you should just Mm. fight away. You're almost comfortable. If you can't make it, then it's not the end of the world. Just fight at level, like, the higher weight. Mm, mm, mm. I, I don't know. I think with that, some of these guys are, like, obviously sparring and conditioning themselves for that weight level and I think obviously the MMA uh, governing bodies need to look into that but mm. if yeah, you train yeah. they, need to, they need to make more weight class yeah yeah definitely 100% yeah 100% uh, there's a few things they need to work on I think the judges like sometimes they just have boxing judges but, uh, boxing <laughs> judges man. don't get me started on them <laughs> I know you're talking <laughs> about MMA ones but yeah judges. nah definitely the thing is We'll probably have you come back here, especially in the future. And I want to hear your progress. And then we can complain about the judges and your experience <laughs> of them. Hopefully now, but, not, man. Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully you are able to take things into your own hands and not leave it to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or hopefully I could be like, yeah, you know what? I think I lost that one. But that judge was smoking something. <laughs> <laughs> Calling out judges by individual names, yeah. Bro, I've seen some shocking decisions. <laughs> yeah. Like, shocking. Oh, but man. it's just one of them ones where if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's if true, it's, not, it's, it's true. Not. But that will always be the motivation for you to keep things in your own hands, literally. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 100%. Mm. So, my brother, you've been amazing, an amazing guest. Is there anything... <laughs> I appreciate it. Is there anything you like to plug? You can plug anything. Clothing lines. Whatever, um, whatever, plug yourself, socials. My Instagram, isn't it? Yeah, my Instagram and my Twitter, Eunice Islam Boxing. No, no, oh. No, oh. Okay, you can spell it out for them. They might even be a bit slow with that. They might be like, wait, how do you spell Eunice? BX, BX. You know, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, just realized right. It's a, I just realized it's a podcast. Listen, uh, so Y O U N E S. And then Islam I S O A M Boxing B X I N G. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so keep that going. Make sure you um kind of show your progress when you can, but also try and stay locked in, you know. Don't be like Rocky Baba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let the the lights get to you and whatnot. But 100%. we'll definitely bring you back in. We want to hear more about the journey as it goes on. So my brother bro. Eunice, all the best. Thank you for being a great guest, inshallah. And you, for the bro. viewers that, yeah, uh, all, all, all the best with that. And for the viewers that locked in all the way, we appreciate you. We'll be, we'll be back next week. Take care.